Welcome to Unbridled Minds, everyone. I apologize for the pause in the show, but I'm not sorry. I will get into it a bit at the beginning of the show, what's going on behind the scenes. But in short, sometimes what you focus on, you give power to. And taking a break from clown world and just enjoying life is very much needed if you can see through the illusion. And if you can't see through the illusion yet, you're still being fooled by it. Or you're still watching fake news and believe it. Lots has happened and is currently happening in clown world. We will discuss Ukraine in the membrane, the Pfizer Oscars, cryptocurrency, gold and fiat, the mental retardedness of libtards when it comes to my body, my choice. Children can choose their own genders and have genital mutilation, while adults are not responsible enough to pay off student loans and will gladly wear a useless cloth mask for two years but can't put on a condom to prevent the need for an abortion. See what I'm saying? Sometimes you just need a break from these idiots. All basic level science and reason has been twisted in Clown World. Anyways, please leave us a comment in the review section and love us or hate us. Give us a five-star rating. Hit it.
TikTok, TikTok. It's about that time to unbridle your mind. And I'm your host, Johnny. Today, we're going to start off with one review, and it comes from LJ Kingslayer 420. He or she gives us a five star rating, but titles the review Sad Day and says, Going to have to move on from this podcast. I hope you guys are doing well and are staying healthy. Miss hearing you all, but the inconsistency has just got me moving on. Love you all. Love you all show. God bless. Well, thank you very much, uh, LJ Kingsler, for the five-star rating. Uh, but, uh, yeah, sorry to see you go. Hope you enjoy your life. Uh, other quick little updates is uh, social media updates. So if you are looking for us on social media, uh, Facebook, just Unbridled Minds. Uh, Instagram, unbridled minds under, or sorry, unbridled underscore minds underscore podcast. I am back on Twitter. Uh, it's a little more crypto related, but uh, you can definitely follow there. It's uh, at John Solo 171717, or on any of those social medias, just search out the hashtag unbridled minds. I still cannot get onto Truth Social as being out of America. It doesn't seem to allow me yet, but I will get on there as soon as I can. So before we dive down into Clown World, maybe I'll address uh, Kingslayer there and a little bit of an explanation for the break or the pause. And again, I don't feel sorry. Uh, Clown World, it can be depressing at some times. You just need to focus on what makes you happy in life. And thank you to all the people that reach out behind the scenes on social media, just making sure people are well. I do appreciate that. But after the last podcast, I actually got pretty sick. I wasn't Corona, and I still haven't taken any COVID vaccines. I just got a really bad earache that took a good month to heal. Uh, It was super gay how much that earache hurt. And then I broke my phone twice. And, you know, I take a lot of notes and save articles on there for the show, uh, things I read. Uh, plus a lot has just happened, uh, especially for people in Canada or around the world. Uh, but especially in Canada, people are still being held captive in their own country for not taking the jab. And just like I said, a lot of people all over the world, uh, just seems like the last two years, a lot of lives have just been flipped upside down. And in the last two years, I have now moved multiple times, lost my job. Uh, lost my ability to work and travel in the industry in Canada because I did not take the jab. I lost many people in my life for various reasons. Uh, so it just it hasn't been an easy process. And I think uh, Donald Trump once said it best, uh, when you lose everything in life, you'll be surprised at the people who are there for you. Uh, you'll be surprised at the people that throw stones at you verbally, kick you when you're down. Uh, and yeah, it's just... It's just something. The people that ignore you don't want to address the issues. It's just something when life goes sideways. So I think I just needed to digest a little bit and just take a rest on top of all the other things, being sick, breaking my phone, and all that other stuff. And just another little update. Uh, So I know a lot of people, you know, it'll change my view a little bit on the podcast, but before the rules changed in Canada, Uh, Me and my family, we decided to leave Canada because we'd kind of lost everything. We didn't really have anything holding us back. And it's been since the end of November, you cannot fly or travel in Canada. Now, I have heard of some stories where people possibly in the evening can drive into America. And if you get the right border 
uh, patrol people kind, uh, you won't be asked for your vaccination passport or basically you're stuck hiring a private plane to get into America, charter your own plane. So in our lives, uh, we had a pathway to get a Greek passport and we love it here. And we had talked about, you know, possibly getting Greek passports for the family for years. We just thought it was a prime opportunity because it was so crazy to to get it done. That's what we've been doing since November. So been living a little bit of a refugee lifestyle. Uh, and to some people that say, you know, if you leave Canada, you know, you're a coward. I've heard stuff like that before uh, to other families, not to me, uh, for leaving Canada. But, you know, leaving Canada, you don't leave the corona battlefield of the bullshit. The WEF puppets are everywhere. Uh, even the Greek pi- prime minister is one as well. So uh, they have some different rules for the summer. I haven't lost my ability to travel here. I can even travel back to Canada. I just can't really leave without difficulty. Uh, so just being out of country, you know, there's been a lot of things going behind the scenes. So I just I just needed a quick break. Hopefully that uh, explains it. But enough about me. Let's get on with it. So in China, a.k.a. Canada, Trudeau, the least voted uh, prime minister of all time, continues his gaslighting and division of Canadians and is the only country in the world where the unvaxxed cannot get on a plane, train for public transportation, which, again, is completely unscientific as more and more data about the ineffectiveness of these vaccines comes out. Although... Uh, I will warn that we may be the only country right now. I have been reading some articles that there are possibly other countries around the world looking at doing the same thing for travel. So people in Canada keep resisting, keep fighting. And if you're in a country where you haven't lost that right yet, uh, be be cautious because it may come to other countries. And it's, uh, yeah, it's not something we want to see around the world where you have to be able to be jabbed and start showing vaccine passports just to get on a plane or anything else, especially for something we've said a million times, no deadlier than the flu. Justin Trudeau has formed a government with another WEF puppet, Jagmeet Singh, currently the leader of the NDP party. So now he can potentially stay in power without an election until 2025. Meanwhile, uh, in Canada, I think a lot of the conservatives are still being fooled. And it looks like there's going to be a new rise or someone we've talked about uh, who may be potentially taking the, the conservative leadership uh, is Pierre Polyev as the new leader. Um, but I got some questions about him and things going on behind the scenes with him. So he openly says he's not a WEF puppet and will say a lot of things uh, against them. He's also been very strong vocally against Trudeau and his fiscal policies. By the way, if you haven't seen the video, uh, Trudeau has openly admitted in the past he has a learning disability and cannot do basic math. And this guy is actually running a G7 nation into the ground and explains why he said the budget will balance itself because he doesn't understand math. Um, But anyway, Pierre, uh, like I said, he's spoken out against the WF, but don't let this tickle your ear because I don't think he's any better than the rest. One of his main counselors right now is a man named John Baird. This guy is a WEF puppet. Why would you be against them but work with them at the same time? Something only a lion sock puppet knows the answer to. Pierre 
is also worth over $9 million, all earned, sarcastically, on public servant salary. Now, he's not as rich as corrupt Ukrainian money laundering insider trader Nancy Pelosi, but he's also nowhere close to 90 years old yet. He still has a long road ahead of being a corrupt politician and filling his back pocket at the people's expense. Last time we spoke about Canada, the trucker movement was front and center globally, but now it's the biker's turn. Rolling Thunder is what it's called, has arrived in Ottawa to protest the bullshit vax mandates still continuing in Canada. Unlike the last group of fine men and women protesting, Rolling Thunder actually pushes back against the police, which I respect. Now, I was raised to respect the police, but when all you see them do is protect corrupt politicians, during COVID, they were pushing kids in Calgary for playing outside. Uh, recently in Ottawa, they trampled old ladies with horses. And then uh, one of the biggest things that happened around in Ottawa in February with uh, the first protest, the truckers, is there were a bunch of leaked texts by these RCMP officers that were fine dining in one of the most expensive hotels in Ottawa, bragging about beating up civilians and making overtime money. And I have all these leaked texts saved. It's unbelievable. So it's nice to see the bikers push back. This is not the same protest of bouncy castles, drinking, and giving free food to the homeless. Keep it up. A message needs to be sent while Trudeau takes more personal days to avoid it. Also, the Fairmont Hotel where the RCMP officers got to stay in is also where the infiltrators with that Nazi flag and personal photographers seem to be located where the fake news then blasted it that the protesters were all Nazis and bad people. So again, it just seems like it's just fake news upon fake news, and the brainwashed people keep eating it up. One very interesting article just came out of Canada. Our CBC, our finest propaganda, uh, just put out an article that has uh, been talking about cloud seeding, or aka something us conspiracy theorists have been trying to tell you about, weather manipulation. They openly admitted to that they've been seeding clouds for decades. But people that research this stuff and tell the truth, we're just crazy. So your governments put chemicals in the sky that rain down on you to control the weather, and they openly admit it, but no one pays attention. Ukraine and the membrane. Let's talk about this. This switched so fast when we went from the trucker movement in Canada, everyone talking globally, to boom, went straight to Ukraine. So that was the biggest I'm outraged movement conducted by fake news and supported by virtue signaling brainwashed fools on the internet showing their Ukrainian flag in their profiles. These same people outraged with the Ukrainian war do not care about bombs going off in Somalia or Yemen. They won't even be able to tell you that people are being killed in these places, and they won't even be able to tell you who is bombing them because they haven't been told they should be upset about it from their precious television. Zelensky, the president of the Kazarian Mafia, or sometimes referred to as the president of Ukraine, is a gay actor, cocaine addict, WF puppet, and currently in charge of money laundering for American politicians like Romney, Pelosi, the Bidens, and others. Remember, 
Pelosi's son and Parmesan smoking Hunter Biden all had very important gas company jobs in Ukraine because they are extremely qualified for those positions. It has nothing to do with their political connections. Which then brings up an interesting dynamic. Who owns who? Does Ukraine and the Kazarian Mafia control the White House, or do the sock puppets in America, like Joe Biden, control Ukraine? I'd lean towards Kazarian Mafia controlling the sock puppets myself. But I'm just thinking for myself. It's healthier for the brain thinking for yourself rather than being an echo chamber for the left or the right, in my opinion. Also, there are actual Nazis in Ukraine. They have their symbols right on their uniforms, and even normal, everyday citizens in Ukraine know this. But in Western media and places like Canada, both conservatives and libtards stand with Ukraine without question. The Azov Battalion is what these Nazis are sometimes referred to. It's interesting being in Greece, where the government seems to still have a bit of an opposition, and when Zelensky came out to do his Zoom call here, calling for money and military uh, weapons to protect his criminal organization, many people in the Greek government didn't even give him the time of day and listen to him. They seem to know about the Nazis in Ukraine, and many of the people that did listen to him were horrified when they actually brought on a Nazi from the Azov Battalion to speak to the Greek parliament. It was nothing like the Canadian parliament where both sides just applauded and it was all good to go. Let's, we all stand with Ukraine. There are people that actually question the narrative in other countries. Zelensky inside of Ukraine, also let violent prisoners out of jail and gave them weapons to so-called help fight the Russians, when in reality they ended up just killing, robbing, and creating more chaos. In one video I saw, these prisoners, violent offenders, gunned down a Jewish man for no good reason other than being Jewish. Other videos from people have shown how the news is staging some incidents, or making them appear bigger than what they are. Citizens of Ukraine, some of them, are happy to see Zelensky and his crime unit go down and talk about it while escaping their own government. Meanwhile, on TV and social media, fake news and people are passing around movie scenes and video game scenes as real conflict in Ukraine. One scene being passed around was from a movie called The War of Chimeras, where a girl is crying as her boyfriend or husband goes off to war. People ate that shit up and were like, oh, it's so sad what's happening. This just goes to show you, you cannot trust shit on TV these days. There is potential, there is real conflict in Ukraine, but do not believe what the news is telling you right now. Does this make Putin the good guy? if he really is denazifying Ukraine. The Russian embassy in Canada released a really interesting statement uh, to the Canadian people. But did you read it? Did the news tell you about it? Do you know how to use a computer and seek out that information? Or will you just keep allowing corrupt media paid off by our governments to do the thinking for you? Now, Putin was also once a WEF puppet. But did he flip and turn against them? 
He used to be right on their website, just like everyone else we talk about, Zelensky, Trudeau. But for some reason, he's been removed from their website. Or is he simply just doing his part as a sock puppet as well? There are also conspiracies, much like how Joe Biden does not appear to be the same Biden a few years ago, or has just gotten really poor plastic surgery, with similar stories with Putin. Was he replaced many years ago? And short version of the story is Putin's wife even once said he was replaced and was not the same man she married. I'm not saying Russia doesn't have corruption or issues like any other country, but imagine if the tables reversed and Putin was creating a Russia-NATO or alliance and it started to spread across the world. Let's say you have makes alliances with countries in South America and it's slowly making its way up until finally Putin is trying to make a deal with Mexico to join its alliance. What would America do if it was run by patriots and not sock puppets? How would normal everyday citizens feel about that? You would like to think most people would be like, what business do you have conducting alliances in our own backyard? Now, this is what was basically happening to Russia with NATO. Now, I'm not saying everyone in NATO is a bad person, but just like the Pope is a bad person with a lot of good people under it, or a lot of good Canadians being run by shit show Justin Trudeau, is the same thing happening with NATO, where our leaders are deceiving us, and good people are just doing the bidding, especially these soldiers, for corrupt leaders. Also, the propaganda coming out of uh, Ukraine and Kiev, uh, like how many stories have come out, like the ghost of Kiev, all debunked, just ridiculous propaganda. But the ghost of Kiev has nothing on the ghost of Texas. George Bush, who shot down three towers with two planes. Fucking legend. Also, it's very interesting to go back and see Zelensky in past videos, especially where Trump is calling out the corruption in Ukraine and how you watch his body and face react to the statements. Also, if you remember when Hitler's daughter, Angela Merkel, was having her cannibal convulsions and shaking uncontrollably, she was actually standing next to Zelensky. So, was the head of the Kazarian Mafia, uh, mafia possibly threatening her and scaring her to actually trigger something like that? We never really got a true answer to why she had those convulsions. A few other interesting things happening with the Russia-Ukraine uh, war is the Z symbol that is being seen on Russian tanks and other places. Now, it's reminded a lot of us conspiracy theorists of the tattoo JFK Jr. had on his arm. And now, if you haven't seen it, go look up this stuff on the Z, on the tanks, and sometimes the uniforms. Uh, and sometimes the Russian uniforms also have the Punisher uh, symbol, the sort of the skull symbol, and which was used a lot in the Q post. But, like I said, go look at the Z on JFK Jr.'s tattoo with a knife and the Z on the tanks that the Russians are using. Connection? I don't know. And if we recall how Trump used to say China, uh, was he actually referring to China, Ukraine, as is now been confirmed that the deep state, with, Hunt, with the help of Hunter Biden, they are were setting up Wuhan-like biolabs right in places in Ukraine called China, Ukraine. So is Russia, who say they're not going to try to take over all of Ukraine, 
They've been openly saying they're going to denazify it. And are they taking out potentially more biolabs? Because again, Bill Gates, everyone's favorite farmer doctor, has told us there's more pandemics coming. So if Putin and Russia are taking these out and helping save the earth, good for you guys. But like every programmed outrage for the sheeple, the entertainment can only last so long. We are now moving on to abortion, where we have more gnashing of the teeth. So let's move on to USA. So one of the biggest recent developments is the leak coming out of the Supreme Court that they were going to overturn the Roe versus Wade. This is a huge deal. Also, if you've ever researched the case Roe versus Wade, you'd come to the conclusion or understanding that the lady used in that case as actually against abortion. But this debate has been going on for a while, and I'll give my thoughts on it a bit, but I think the leak and the U.S. Supreme Court being compromised is the really big story, because like I said before, we have seen this battle of pro-life versus pro-choice for many years. Just some thoughts and reminders on abortion. Libtards now want to be able to kill your baby at full term pregnancy. So basically the baby could be born and be alive and even after birth. Absolutely barbaric and disgusting. Not sure how a decent human being can support that. Also, for years, libtards have argued a fetus is just a clump of cells. But with new technology, you can take amazing pictures And you can see there is human life inside the woman's body. These are two different bodies, a baby and a woman. Uh, Most abortions are not from rapes. Most are just from people being promiscuous, and it's really just not that complicated. Sex between the two genders, whether it's a cat, bird, horse, or human beings, can and have always been able to create a baby. But these people who want you to kill your baby after birth also tell us there are multiple genders. They can't define what a woman is because they are not biologists. Meanwhile, saying it's okay for children at the age of five to cut off their penises and pull a part of their stinky colon around to make it a vagina, while we all have to use made-up pronouns and want my body, my choice when it comes to abortions, but want the government to force vaccines in you against your will because if you don't agree with all these gay, retarded, mental gymnastics, you're a science denier. You can disagree with me, but I believe if and when Roe versus Wade gets overturned, curses will be lifted and blessings will start to flow. Now, There are some tough medical decisions where people have to choose between the baby and saving the mother, or even someone deciding to keep a baby after being raped. But just like less than 1% of the people on earth identify as a different gender with a made-up pronoun to win swimming titles against women, most abortions are not for those reasons either. 92% of abortions are not for healthcare reasons where lives are in jeopardy. Anyways, this is why I say it is good to focus on what you enjoy in life. It's hard being lectured by these demons promoting all this bullshit. And if it wasn't for fake news propping it all up like they are the majority and brainwashed zombies just being useless echo chambers, we would realize how fast they are not the majority. 
Don't forget baby parts from abortions get sold for profit by Planned Parenthood. Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, was a racist, and just like how the KKK was a democratic movement, it seems like the desire to kill your babies is as well. If it wasn't for fake news, it might be a lot easier to choose the right side. You know what other type of people like killing babies? Moloch worshippers. They have existed for a long time. Kazarians also killed babies. In the past, the Russians forced them to convert to either Judaism, Christianity, or Islam because they would do barbaric things like killing their babies, and they wanted to clean it up. The Kazarians chose Judaism, but they never really changed their baby-killing ways. And if the Kazarians control the White House, do they control fake news? And have they brainwashed people into a demonic state where people actually want and defend the ability to kill your own babies with absolute triggered conviction like Pocahontas Elizabeth Warren? Personally, right now, I like posting anti-abortion stuff on my personal social media. It gets people triggered. Uh, but I think it's a healthy debate, pro-life versus pro-choice. And whether it's Ukraine or abortion, if you find yourself siding with WEF sock puppets, George Soros, the spirit-cooking witch, Marina Abramovich, just pause for a second and ask yourself, why do I side with Moloch-worshipping Satanists who support Nazis and the sacrificial killing of babies? Some questions you could ask yourself. What happened? How did I get to this point in my life? Where and when did I get brainwashed? Why am I an echo chamber for these evil cucks? These questions may help unbridle your mind. Results may vary. Keep your eyes on the Supreme Court, though. This is absolutely huge. There was a leak, and we have talked about the possibility of some of these judges being compromised, like Roberts, possibly visiting Epstein and having these connections. But whoever leaked it, their career is done. And I don't know what, how do you move forward with a compromised uh, Supreme Court being proven, but uh, very interesting for America. Also, another distraction in America. Everyone is talking about adrenochrome Johnny Depp and his pooper wife. Been a while since a pooper made the headlines. Thank you very much, Amber Turd. Uh, but just goes to show you how the cabal has no problem broadcasting this court case. Meanwhile, Ghislaine Maxwell's court case can only get a picture. Uh, and they keep covering up the client list. And it's still a mystery. You know, we all wonder why uh, so many of the top elites and celebrities like Bill Gates and the Clintons went there, but we can't uh, ever talk about it or see it on the news. If only I had the genius level IQ of a gay he-she who chops off his testicles and uses my stinky colon for a vagina, I might have the cognitive superpowers to figure this all out. If only until then, I'm just a racist bigot who can't understand why these people don't want anyone to know who and why they all went to Epstein Island. I'll do my best to try and figure it out, and when I do, I'll let you know. Also, Amber Turd probably shouldn't do cocaine in the courtroom while everyone is watching. And I apologize if I repeat myself sometimes. It's just like fake news, one of the best ways to ingrain something in your brain. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Pfizer, which also sponsored the Oscars, where actors then appeared to stage a slap 
with fake outrage over a joke where Will Smith was laughing two seconds before, again, was just another distraction for the sleeping masses to discuss something other than Epstein and his client list. Also, Jada Pinkett Smith appears to shave her head rather than be losing her hair, while Pfizer is about to release a drug for the same disease, alopecia. So, great advertising. Chris Rock also seemed to lean in and get prepared for the slap. But enough of that stunt. Don't ever forget about Epstein. And did Will Smith go to that island? Let's talk some corona. Can't believe it's been two years of this BS, but Pfizer data is coming out. If you remember, they wanted to conceal the data for 75 years. Is now showing that they knew it was only 12% effective for the first few weeks and then drops below even that. Again, all for a virus with 99% survival rate. They never trialed it in pregnant women, but told you it was completely safe and you might actually pass antibodies down. And in Canada, we saw many stillbursts on jabbed women. The vaccine had a 0.83 chance to save your life, but 100% chance of helping install a communist-style vax control over the population if everyone complied. All you sheeple, you better start thanking your unvaccinated friends for not going along with the WEF plan to install a one-world government under the guise of a pandemic. Everyone needs to take a big drink of wake the fuck up. There are still attorneys and people fighting this BS. One of them, another new name, I might not have mentioned it in the past, but attorneys like Dr. Reiner Falmick. These people are still fighting the good fight and exposing the WEF, Uncle Nazi Schwab, and all this pre-planned pandemic. Now, it's interesting, like I said, in Canada, you can go to restaurants without using a vax passport, but you can't leave the country. Here in Greece and some other places in Europe, but there's not a lot of countries, uh, they are opening everything up for the summer with no rules for planes, boats, restaurants, vax passes, and hopefully very soon they actually still have masks for indoor but dropping very fast. There are lawyers here as well presenting the facts to the people, and what I find the biggest difference, especially on the west coast of probably, say, Seattle, Vancouver, the west coast of North America, where it's very liberal and very brainwashed, is you can actually talk to a vaccinated person here being unvaccinated, discuss Ukraine, uh, the possibility of biolabs there, uh, and the Nazis, and people don't just, well, sometimes they do, but very rarely, but they don't get triggered. They actually sit and discuss the topic, and you can still be friends with them. It's very refreshing to have that in society, uh, where I just was not experiencing that in Canada. People just get triggered when you're not in echo chamber. It's just, just is what it is. And even with all this new data coming out, uh, you know, people that kicked us out of your lives, still haven't heard a peep from them uh, about the ineffectiveness or an apology uh, about the, the vaccine. You know, these people, they, they'd rather hold on to this lie than admit they're wrong. That's what we're sort of dealing with. And then you got to ask yourself, too, there's conspiracy theorists, and I sometimes I wonder, and a lot of them are possibly run by General Flynn, the three stars, uh, the Irish Mafia. 
Uh, many people still like him. I've come to believe uh, he's a deep state shill uh, who stole a lot of money to uncover election fraud but never produces results. And if you've been paying attention, we said if he tries to run against Trump or run for presidency, he's probably a traitor, and it looks like he might be doing that. Um, but are some of these various uh, conspiracy news channels sort of maybe pushing the envelope too far on the vax? Uh, this is just me. I don't like Alex Jones. I don't trust Stu Peters. And let's just talk about some of the facts about the vax. It was experimental. It was rushed. That's what they say. But to produce that many vaccines and have them ready to go, they pre-planned it. Uh, we just talked about how ineffective it is according to the Pfizer data. Uh, it's killed people via clots, heart issues, stillbirths, and these are still just short-term side effects. Pfizer has recently hired over 500 new employees to deal with adverse events and plans on hiring another 1,000-plus. With only 1% of adverse effects properly being recorded, these are already the world's worst vaccines with more injuries and deaths than any other than all the vaccines added up altogether. But is the fear, uncertainty, and doom by controlled opposition, like I was trying to say, uh, or tr so-called truthers, just going a little bit too far, possibly calling it snake venom and other things? Not everyone has died and not everyone has had an injury. These are just the facts that we're dealing with right now. Like I said, I don't trust all these truthers, date setters. Just be careful who you follow. And are they doing it to push this you know, extended fear on the vax, uh, snake venom, anything else, uh, just to make people who question the narrative more silly. Uh, but, you know, you look pretty silly if you just blindly trust the government as well and that rat Fauci. So maybe we have to find some middle ground. The vaccines haven't killed everyone. We don't know the long-term effects, but they have been the worst vaccines in history to date. And also, to all the programmed outrage out there, why is no one putting up Chinese flags in their social media platforms? Uh, China's COVID zero policy is disgusting. People are jumping out of their buildings in uh, Shanghai due to these rules. They're just killing themselves, hanging themselves. Uh, people don't want to be locked up anymore, but that's what you get in a communist-style uh, country. Uh, if WF plans succeed trust me there's more stuff coming there's going to be more surveillance and more communist style uh, restrictions on your life as well this is not a joke this is what they want but then the thought comes to mind if we go back to the very beginning of covid when we saw the chinese showing videos of everyone just dropping on the streets dying of covid you didn't really see that happen in the rest of the world so can we even trust the news and the stuff we're seeing coming out of China, or are you just seeing this stuff? Uh, is it controlled to wake people up? Food shortages. Uh, it seems, let's talk about this a little bit, whether it's in North America, mostly America, but even a little bit of Canada. Uh, is this part of the planned Great Reset by the WF uh, using the corona, and now we're moving on to possible food shortages to create more dependence on the government uh, and build people like Bill Gates, who owns all the farming land, keeps buying it up. Uh, so Bill Gates, Epstein's buddy, who wants to give you gene therapy and lied to you about it, now wants to grow your food. Okay, uh, so food processing plants, they just happen to be randomly catching fire all over North America. 
Uh, also, there have been videos being shared of farmers uh, earlier this year, last year, uh, where they are saying they are being paid by the government to do to destroy their own crops. So, is this all planned? And if so, I mean, they didn't lie about Corona. Uh, they had Event Two Hundred One. If these food shortages are coming, I, you know, I wouldn't be uh, panicky, but I would be safe. Uh, every time you go to the grocery store, just get a little bit extra. Uh, inflation and you know what's happening just even in Ukraine for Europe I mean it provides a lot of the wheat and food supply for Europe you know if they're doing this stuff on purpose to cause food shortages just be careful be safe Uh, maybe you don't have to panic buy like what we saw at the beginning of corona and stuff like that but you know take care of yourself that's all I can say about that and it's part of my plan, you know, to be in behind the scenes is to start growing some of my own food when I get my own property because, I don't know, I'm just sick of trusting the government with everything. That's just where I'm at. So I want to talk a little about cryptocurrency, gold, and fiat, uh, things that are going on. Uh, again, like I said, I don't trust the government, so I've been doing some things myself. Now, one thing that's funny when you get into cryptocurrency a little bit is you're always going to hear the term, this is not financial advice, do your own research. So just telling you what I'm doing. Now, it seems every cryptocurrency right now uh, sort of comes with its own controversy. Ripple, a company that owns XRP, they didn't create it, uh, XRP is possibly going to be used for cross-border payments, has been in an ongoing battle with the corrupt SEC that states XRP has been sold by it like a security. Bitcoin, it gets attacked for using too much energy with the computers it uses to mine. You know, say, oh, this is causing global warming. Uh, but at the same time, rich people like Bill Gates, Barack Obama, they'll buy oceanfront homes and the bank will even lend you money to buy an oceanfront home. But if they're about to go underwater in the near future, why would anyone lend you money or why would you spend your own money on a house, a waterfront house? Uh, put the two and two together. Uh, it's not going to happen. It's just climate change is a big scam like everything else. So let's talk a little about XRP. Uh, it's just my opinion. It is not a security. It is a cryptocurrency. The only place right now calling it a security is in America. Other countries and many other banks around the world have already signed up to use this as a means of making cross-border payments, extremely fast and extremely cheap. Now, let's compare it a little bit. Now, bank transfers, or SWIFT, are slow compared to using XRP. When you do a bank transfer from one account to another, you know, it can cost 30 or more dollars and it can take up to a week. An interact e-transfer is faster than Swift, but still slower and can cost a few bucks compared to, say, if you did it with XRP. So, for example, if you had a software wallet on your phone or something and held XRP, uh, one of the wallets is called ZUM, X-U-M-M, or the only one, I guess, but you could send XRP basically next to nothing in three seconds to anywhere in the world. So this is just one of the reasons I like XRP. Now, imagine the ability to do that for banks, uh, sorry, countries, cross-border payments, high volumes of money uh, all around the world very fast and for cheap. Now, some people are going to argue that XRP is a banker's coin and it's not decentralized. The main thing that makes a cryptocurrency decentralized behind the scenes is its validators. 
In simpleton terms, these are geeks with computers running the transactions. Uh, that's what you want decentralized. You don't want people to be able to control that. Also, you don't want, with cryptocurrency, you don't want the actual crypto uh, the currency like XRP or Bitcoin controlled by any certain groups. So, for example, if the government does try and make a cashless society, you keep hearing this term, term CBDCs more or central bank digital currencies, which a lot of people are worried about and they do not want, uh, you know, a cashless society. But the thing is, let's say Justin Trudeau comes out with a CBDC. And trust me, you can look into Canada. Uh, it's called the Jasper Project. They have tested it. They have looked into doing it. So let's say Justin Trudeau issues a CBDC for Canada and people start using it because our fiat goes under or they want to get rid of it. Now, the problem with that style is that is not decentralized. That is a centralized CBDC. Justin Trudeau being the snake he is, you know, he would have the ability to freeze or just turn off your cryptocurrency. So that's something you don't want with a digital currency. XRP is not controlled by Ripple and it can't be frozen or turned off by anyone. It's not controlled by anyone. Issuers of cryptocurrencies even have the option to turn, to basically turn that option off. Something ideally you want if you're going to start investing into cryptocurrency and like I just said, so Justin Trudeau controlling a cryptocurrency, and every time you didn't kneel and kiss his ass, he would just freeze it on you, and then that would, you know, you got to get out of it. And he did that with the with the truckers. Uh, he froze bank accounts for donating money. So, I mean, they already kind of have that capability. But like I'm trying to say, if the government issues a government uh, digital currency that way, they could do the same to you. Uh, if you still think XRP is a banker's centralized coin, uh, that might even be another reason just to own it. Uh, level the playing field. So something like SWIFT, where 80% of it is owned by bankers and the elites, normal everyday people have the opportunity to own XRP and take some of that power back. Now, like I said again, XRP is decentralized. It's not a banker's coin. Anyone can own it. And it is uh, decentralized behind the scenes. Some people will argue that cryptocurrency is not decentralized, and we've talked about this in past podcasts, because of the blockchain uh, basically proves of every movement or transaction, like a, a ledger, proof of ownership uh, for other th for your coins. But yeah, you have proof of ownership. You can have uh, anonymous wallets. You don't have to have a name attached to it uh, who owns the cryptocurrency. But the wallet address will sort of, you know, have its keys to that cryptocurrency. But that's what you want. You do not want a cryptocurrency that can be turned off or controlled by various groups. So there's a lot of people out there that keep pushing that on the internet that XRP is a banker's coin and it is not decentralized. That is not the truth. All you have to do is do a bit of research. It's not what it is. Now, Ethereum has its own controversy, Ethergate. Now, if Ethergate is true, it might make sense why XRP is being picked on by the corrupt SEC. So right now, the CEO of the SEC, the Securities Commission, his name is Gary Nessler. And the former CEO, his name is Jay Clayton. These guys supposedly have an owning interest in Ethereum. 
which they then have a connection to a company called Consensus, whose CEO is named Joseph Lubin. And this Joseph Lubin and Consensus acquired or purchased a company called Quorum. Quorum is a blockchain developed by none other than JP Morgan. There is another company called Simpson Thatcher who made a $15 million payment to Bill Hinman, a senior director of this SEC. And former employees just happened to make their way to Simpson Thatcher as well. Conveniently, after this payment, the SEC director, Stephanie Avakin, and other SEC investigators never look into the fact that corrupt SEC officials, who are all worth millions upon millions of dollars, get to hold Ethereum while a company called Perkins Coy sells off its initial Ethereum tokens in 2014. So to wrap that up nicely, the SEC has connections to JP Morgan, who've all been holding Ethereum while selling it to the general public and calling XRP a security while they have corrupted Ethereum. But Ethereum is slower than XRP and transaction fees or gas fees to use it are very expensive compared to XRP or even other cryptocurrencies. So I've sort of come to the conclusion uh, Ethereum, which isn't as good of a technology as XRP, and they're trying to develop another Ethereum 2.0 to sort of compete with XRP, but doesn't seem like they can do it, keeps getting delayed, is not only corrupt, it's just not as good. There may be some good, interesting projects behind Ethereum, but I'm not involved in it, and I'm kind of staying away from it. Now, we've talked about Ukraine and Russia, something very interesting. If you haven't heard, Russia, because of all the sanctions posed on their countries and their fiat, they've actually turned around to fight back these sanctions by backing the ruble with gold. So every 5,000 rubles is now backed by one gram of gold. For conspiracy theorists, that made us all go, whoa, because we were all told by Q and other people that gold destroys the Fed. And if you ever looked into countries that have tried to bring in the gold standard, it seems like Hillary Clinton and other deep state members will come after you and kill you. So now Russia has a lot of gas and energy that all these NATO countries need in Europe. They have to pay in rubles that are backed by gold. And sometimes Russia's even denying those payments. Russia's really got a lot of people by the balls right now because these countries are not energy independent and they need it. And since we've been here uh, in Greece, energy prices have gone up by 50%. And that started back in February, March in one month, boom, just 50%. Uh, all the people have been complaining about it. Paperless fiat in many countries have seen record printing during Corona and record debt levels like we see in Canada and the US. So because of this inflated debt, uh, inflation, and just continually printing and devaluing of our paper money, uh, there are also rumors out there in the, in the internets that gold may be revalued to basically eliminate all the debts our governments have racked up. So for these few reasons, I've personally been buying XRP, I've personally been buying some gold. 
Now, with any commodities or cryptocurrencies, prices do change fast. Uh, do your own research. <laughs> like I said, I don't want anyone to go do something crazy and blame me. But that's what I'm doing because I don't trust the governments right now. Now, just like I never took any of these useless gene therapy mRNA jabs, I will also never put a chip in my body to get paid by a CBDC. Uh, my ideal future with blockchain technology and cash would to be see a non-corrupted crypto that could be used for real-world issues like your cross-border payments. You know, using a non-corrupted uh, blockchain technology or cryptocurrency, uh, we could clean up a lot of the money laundering we see with governments uh, and the Kazarian mafia and Ukraine does. Because of its ledger, everything would be able to be tracked. Uh, politicians and governments could be held accountable. Also, the banking industry, which has had many scandals over the years, uh, even recently moving Jeffrey Epstein's corrupt pedophile money even after he didn't kill himself, this sort of things I believe could get cleaned up by using good, proper blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies. Then, if you could have a fiat backed by gold and silver, these could be used in combination to clean up society. I don't want to see a cashless society like a lot of people, but I do see the use in blockchain technology. I've come to really like it. And I know I've, I've even in the last two months, I even on this break, because I wanted to learn about crypto better and blockchain, you know, I've taken my own money and time and have put some money into it. And uh, where I find it very interesting is with decentralized finance. So on top of the XRP technology, you have something called the XRP ledger. And the same thing happens with Ether and other crypto. There are projects that get built on top of this ecosystem. And where with this, you can earn decent interest rates on your holdings. So imagine a bank as a dam. The bank, they hold your money and they get to loan it out multiple times to other people. And they make good money while doing that, while you get paid very little interest on it. With crypto and decentralized finance, in a way, you become your own bank and can potentially make good interest on your money that you've turned into cryptocurrency. So I've taken some of my own money and I've put it into some of these projects. And yes, you have to be prepared if you want to do this, that crypto is very volatile. And right now we're sort of in a, in a bear market. Things are coming down. But even at these current prices, I'm still making sixteen to $1,800 a month on things called airdrops, staking, and liquidity pools. That's why I think I may do some crypto pods here in the near future and just discuss this and educate people a little bit more. I'm still new, but I've been learning as fast as I can. And if you're interested in maybe learning about some of this stuff, uh, send me an email. I'll send you to a, a link of a group that I'm in. Uh, I've mentioned him on my last pod, a guy that I've been following a little bit. Uh, he has a really good group that he's built up. It's called his name. He goes by Zen God or Zen Warrior. And I find it very interesting. A lot of the XRP community, XRP people, uh, maybe we're the same, but spiritually, uh, also conspiracy-wise, we've come to the same conclusion on a lot of different things. So feel free to email me if you want to get involved in something like that. I'm not getting paid by anyone. I'm not getting anything kickbacks on the side. I'm just telling you what I'm doing. And I know if you're one of the listeners, I know some of the listeners, they're already into crypto. Uh, and I've had other people behind the scenes uh, that listen to the pod. 
uh, you know, send me questions about crypto. So I would gladly send you the link to where I'm at, where I'm learning. I think it's important to, you know, surround yourself with smarter people. I read a lot on my own, but there's never, you know, it's never a bad idea to, to be around people that are smarter than you are so that you can learn a lot quicker as well. And in that regards, um, like I said, I've had people behind the scenes ask how they can support the show, possibly buy products, buy stickers, whatever. And now that I'm on the, my own for the pod, it's much easier for me to make decisions. So I'm going to go back at looking into selling some products. Uh, I've connected also with an NFT artist. Another word you will hear more uh, with the crypto growing, where you can possibly, uh, where I can then possibly use this art uh, for sweaters or even mint some actual NFTs uh, on a growing project called Sologenic that I want to talk about in my next pod, which is being built on the XRP ecosystems. So I will keep you updated with those developments uh, by when I bring them out. But if you are already into crypto and you've enjoyed the podcast over the last few years and you want to support the show, you know what? I'm at the point living a refugee lifestyle. Uh, feel free to tip via crypto. I can send you a wallet address if you email unbridledminds2020 at gmail.com. Or I put some of my wallet addresses in the show info. But if not, it's all good. Just keep enjoying the show. The most important thing right now is waking people up to the corruption we are facing on Earth, especially with the WEF uh, Nazi-like style uh, propaganda. And the way I'm seeing it after two years of doing this podcast, whether it's crypto with the SEC and Ethereum fraud, election fraud with the use of Dominion voting or mail-in ballots, the corruption surrounding Corona, the lies around the data of the jabs and adverse events, the corruption with the CDC, the WHO, and WEF puppet government officials all around the world run by Uncle Nazi Schwab. To me, as of right now, it seems like the walls are all closing in on these evil assholes. It's unbelievable, but it's like James Bond-level villainy happening right before our eyes. One little update with Mr. Poole and others. Uh, they keep warning of a possible scare event like a nuclear bomb or stock market slash crypto market crash. Let's see what happens, and we'll keep paying attention. So whether you are part of the XRP army, resisting gene therapy, turning your worthless fiat into gold or silver, keep holding the line, patriots. A better world is about to be ushered in. But as always, think for yourself, trust yourself. A happy belated Mother's Day, especially to the ones who stay at home, and raise their own kids the old-fashioned way. To Justin Trudeau's mom, birthing persons, and men who pretend to be women to be good at sports, screw you guys, you all need help for your past decisions. And like I said, as clown world can be depressing, today I leave you with a quote from Marcus Aurelius. When you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy, to love. Unbridled minds out.